Hey everybody, welcome back to the Discredited News Network. Today's January 5th, 2022. I hope everybody's New Year's starting all right. Start off with news out of Iraq again. Rocket hits a military base near Baghdad Airport. A Caddy U-shell rocket hit an Iraqi military base hosting U.S. forces near Baghdad's International Airport on Wednesday. Iraqi security and military sources said, A Iraqi military statement said it found a rocket launcher with one rocket in Al-Jihad district in western Baghdad near the airport. The sources said that nobody was hurt in the incident. U.S. officials have warned in recent weeks that they expected uptick in attacks against U.S. forces in Iraq and Syria in part because of the second anniversary of the killing of top Iranian general Qassam Soleimani. <laughs> These rockets they're firing, oh my gosh, man. These are... You, you have an idea of what they look like, but I, I could tell you that it's basically... A, it just looks like it's straight up like home, home built. Uh, you know the the, the launching pad is um, made up of some like iron, obviously that you get from say like Home Depot. And the missile looks like something you would find in like a recycling yard, but nonetheless deadly all the same. While there are no immediate claims or responsibility for the recent attacks at Iraqi, military groups aligned with Iran vowed to retaliate for killing Soleimani and Iraq military commander Abu Ahid al-Mahandis. Wednesday, attack is the second of this week targeted days near Baghdad's international airport after an attack by two drones was foiled on Monday. Two explosive-laden drones were also shot down on Wednesday by Iraq's defenses as they approached Allison Ain al-Assad Air Base, which hosts U.S. forces west of Baghdad. Soleimani was killed on January 3rd, 2020, in a drone strike near Baghdad Airport ordered by then-U.S. President Donald Trump. Iranian President Ebram Rasa said on Monday that Trump must face trial for killing of, or Tehran would take revenge. I mean, if that's their version of revenge. All right, this little tidbit here. An Italian mafia fugitive was caught. After police spotted him on Google Maps. So let's, let me look at that. Italian Mafia. <clears throat> Arrested. Google <laughs> Apps. Let me check real quick. Here we go. Um, so Bernardo Provenzano is a member of Sicilian Mafia Costa Nostra. Suspected of having me the head of... The Corleonesi, a mafia faction that oriented, I'm probably just ruining their name, originated in the village of Corleone and a de facto de tupa copy, cop, copy, copy or copy, sorry, of the entire Sicilian mafia until his arrest to the sixth. Okay. Interesting. Uh, let's see, a little more touch on it. Bear with me. Wow, there's only a couple tidbits on it and nothing like really jumping into it. <clears throat> all right, all right, let's move on. Um, so Google, moving on to news, Google. Google subject to new tougher supervision by German regulator Alphabet Incorporated and its Google unit are subject to Germany's new regulation targeting large digital companies. The watchdog can now step in earlier to ban practices deemed anti-competitive, the regulator said in an email statement. Google's Paramount's significance for competition across markets and the fact that economic clout is insufficiently controlled by com 
competition that prompted the ruling. We've already had started to look into Google's processing of personal data and deal with the Google News Showcase issue in more detail, said Cartel Office Chief Andres Munt. The ruling, which is the first step by any measure can be taken, is valid for five years. Munt's team has already fixed its flexed its muscles and targeted Amazon.com, Apple Incorporated, and Meta platforms uh, over the new rules. Tencent, gigantic Chinese company, takes losses to $10 billion for internet mogul. One of the richest gaming billionaires have uh, had one of the big world's biggest wealth plunges. Forced Lee, the chairman and chief executive of uh, C Limited Ltd., has lost about ten billion of his fortune since American depository receipts of the company peaked on October nineteenth, according to Bloomberg Billionaires Index. After growing competition and a wider profit loss, the latest blow came Tuesday when Tencent Holdings cut its stake in the gaming and e-commerce giants driving the stock to its worst slump in almost two years. Lee became Singapore's richest person last year as the company benefited from surge in demand in gaming and online shopping amid the COVID-19 pandemic. But things soon started to turn sour as the sea faced profitability concerns amid fierce competition from rivals' public debuts. Even before Tencent's move, its ADRs were down 39% in October. Tencent said Tuesday that cutting its sea stake to 18.7 from 21.3 with its voting rights decreased to under 10%, the move followed an earlier statement from C saying it's seeking to increase voting power of its Class B shares. Interesting. But don't worry, Lee's still worth about $11.8 billion with his wealth uh, plunge about $1.5 billion on Tuesday alone. He's Singapore's third richest person, following Lee Zingting of medical equipment maker Shenzhen Mindray Biomedical Electronics and Nippon Paint Holding Companies. Wow. There you go. More Chinese companies taking a hit. Okay, remember that murder over the Haitian president? Well, U.S. charges Colombian suspect over Haiti's president uh, murder. U.S. authorities have charged a retired Colombian soldier over the assassination of Haiti's president, Moise, last July. The Justice Department said in a statement that a 43-year-old Mario Palacios, along with others, participated in the plot to kidnap or kill the Haitian president. That's fine. Who hired them, though? Come on, guys. Palacio was detained in a Panamanian airport late Monday and flown to Miami as part of a voluntary extradition. If convicted, Palacios faced a maximum sentence of lights in prison. He was taken to custody and was scheduled to appear in Miami court later Tuesday. U.S. proxies said the plot against Moyes initially focused on conducting kidnapping of the president as part of the purported arrest operation, but ultimately resulted in a plot to kill. Prosecutors allege that they're, uh, alleged they're compliant, and on uh, July 7, 2020, Palacios and other entered the president. Residents in Haiti with the intent of killing President Moyes. And in fact, the president was killed. Others involved in the plot were 20 Colombian citizens and a group of Haitian, Haiti's based dual citizen, Haitian American, uh, dual, Haiti based dual Haitian American citizens. Excuse me. Palacio spent his way to Colombia after being deported for, by Jamaica for lack of evidence connecting to the assassination, but he was arrested during a stopover on the Tokumen International Airport. After his arrest, Palacios accepted voluntary extradition. So last night, Monday, he boarded a flight to Miami. Panama Migration Services had Samir Gozain said, adding that there is an Interpol warrant out for the ex-soldier on the charges and murder of the conspiracy to kill. All right, everybody, that's everything I have for you today. I hope everybody's doing well. Take care. This is Jason with the Indiscriminate News Network. Bye.